Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Okay, you're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. The Nobody's Challenge is finally over. We'll grade ourselves and tell you how annoying of a role body dysmorphia played. Plus, Black History Month is off to a very disappointing start. The Golden Globes continue to be worthless, and we'll get Annie's approval on an exposing headline. Stay tuned. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. I did not read that deep tease before we went. And so the last couple words really snuck up on me. Oh, okay. Wait, which yeah. ones? Oh, body is more. I know it's a little bit of a clunky sentence. I'm sorry. I can't. I mean, Anna. I try to antify things and no, 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 it was fine. If I would have just read it, I would have had a normal cadence and I almost said, let's roll it back. But like, <laughs> who has the time? <laughs> no, you don't. You're very busy. You're very Today's busy. Nuts busy. Today. It, it's truly only today. Since you did I tell me, but you did tell me that Mercury was in retrograde. It is. And I'm feeling it very hard. This, whatever we I call don't. this cycle. And I think it might be because it started on a full moon. Oh, God. Could we just have, like, one thing? I mean, seriously. (laughs) It's it's 2021. It's not even 2020 anymore. No, it's out of control. All right. So um, in lieu of Peaks and Valleys this week, uh, we're going to instead discuss the Nobody's Challenge. So the yes. challenge the challenge ended on Monday, on February 1st, and it's no doubt both of our peaks, hopefully. Um, if you're new here, the Nobody's Challenge consisted of Annie and I doing our best to give up gluten, dairy, and alcohol in the month of January. So Annie, how did you how do you feel like if you could give yourself a grade, what would you give yourself? Either a percentage point or an alphabetical letter? Um, I would give myself a B plus or A minus. Okay. Um, because I was actually, I think I did a really good job. I did drink on the days that the Browns played in the playoffs. Um, I also did have a drink this past Saturday with my brother. Um, but other than that, I did not drink at all. And then great. I cheated on dairy a couple times, but I did not cheat. Outside of your cheat meal, though, because I'm sorry, you guys, one other thing we did, we did have a cheat meal, um, and it was also five workouts a week, but we yes. did that in flying colors. I think we work out every day. So Literally. I only took two rest days the whole month. Jesus. Um, which I need to work on. Uh, Me too. But no, so yeah, well, no, so I cheated on dairy a couple times, like, Honestly, without realizing it until after the fact. And that's going to happen. But yeah. It's fine. Um, but no, I think I did really well. I lost about five and a half pounds. That's so. amazing. I didn't know it. that. You didn't tell yeah. me that. Well, I've... The, I, Andy, I mean, you're supposed to things when we're not recording. Like, we're supposed <laughs> to things like that. No, I just try to minimize contact with you. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and there is no... you. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't blame you. Um, but no, I, I think I did well. How did you, I'm okay. But see also I had been doing gluten and dairy free for a while because of 
everything going on with my hormones. Mm. So how did you do? Because this was bigger for you, I think. Yeah, I, I, I mean, definitely coming off the holidays for sure. I would say I would, I would give myself like maybe a B minus. I think I, I feel like I did really. Here's the thing: I learned more about myself more than I. I mean, I know I asked you for a grade, but I feel like I learned more about myself and my body and how how it operate how to operate it properly, um, which is you know an ongoing struggle. But uh, I Same. definitely, yeah, I definitely feel like. You know, I, I, it's like I go from one extreme to the other and that's also bad. So, I mean, I was going from drinking like a bottle of wine every night to not drinking at all, and which is a good thing. That's a good example. Um, but I really like I'm almost like I don't want to drink alcohol anymore ever again because I just <laughs> that's stupid, crazy but. how big of a difference it makes. It makes a huge difference. I mean, I can't tell you like I still don't sleep that well, but I sleep light years better. When I don't oh my gosh. Like, well, it's, it's just the bloating, your skin, like everything, your energy during the day, like everything is just better. I like it because it does, like, especially when you're doing it with someone, it holds you accountable. Like I'm only going to drink during the weekends, yeah. which is basically what I do anyway. But, um, yeah, I don't need to drink. Yeah. During the week. What about, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned to me, you wanted to talk about body dysmorphia. Did you feel like yours was flaring up during this more? It became apparent how severe it is. And I know we've talked about, you and I have talked about body dysmorphia quite a few times on here, I think. I did not realize, well, I did, but I think, like I said, it just became so glaringly obvious that I have no idea what I look like. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you don't. You, I think, are you referring to the fact, because you sent some photos of yourself from, from weeks between like between yes. weeks and stuff and and you were like i can't tell a difference and both me and our friend ariel were like uh there's a massive difference i mean at well, least yeah, other, so i know that you before. know you sent it to other people too who said the exact same thing yeah so, so i'm doing progress photos every two weeks yeah and i'm going to continue to do that because i i still have a challenge going with my sister and so until the end of march and so i'll, I'll continue to do it through then um but the other thing that made me, the reason I texted you that I wanted to talk about this is because I cleaned out my closet on Sunday and I was trying stuff on, trying to figure out like what to keep, what to donate. And there were a couple times, one time in particular where I put on a skirt and I came out and I was like, and I asked T, I was like, do you like this? Should I keep it? What do you think? And he goes, can you pull that down without unbuttoning it? And I was like, and I did, truly did not think that I could. And I just like slipped it right off. And he was like, Annie, that is huge on you. Why would you keep it? And when I looked in the mirror, I was like, oh, well, yeah, it looks a little bit big, but not to the point where you could just slip it right off. Yeah. Like, and so that's, I was texting with my mom and my sister about it too. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, I have no idea what I look like. I have yeah. no idea what size I wear. Like, I always buy things in a large or extra large. I think for me, it's just even not like not even realizing how I look in clothes makes me realize that I don't know what size I should wear. I almost want to go to a tailor to like have a custom yeah. suit made to be like, this is what fits your body. Yeah, I that's truly a good have idea. No idea. And like I put these jeans on all the time that I've been wearing, you know, from my biggest weight until now. And n number aside, because I really don't care about the number, but I'm wearing the same jeans 
And there's no way that's possible. So it's like, you know, and do they feel like fit a little looser? Yeah, but are they falling off of me? No. So I'm just, I'm in like this weird in between of like, can I go down a size? But it feels so, you know what I mean? It's just such a weird. I think as our society, like our societal ways of measuring people's weight and shit is so off the, like so wrong. Like it's so totally. Body dysmorphia has such a negative connotation to it where it's like, I am like, I have a goal in mind and I want to change my body up until that point, but I'm already getting better about like accepting certain things about my body. And when I say body dysmorphia, it's not even necessarily in like a negative connotation. It really is just like the blatant realization. Like I have no idea. I'm glad that we're continuing the challenge. I mean, I think we'll, we'll keep you guys up to up to date and stuff. And if you want to continue with us, we're just going to, you know, we're, we're all just trying to be balanced. Annie, you said it best. You're like, it's all about balance. Life is about balance. Let's just try to do it. You don't have to, you know, deprive yourself for everything, everything, absolutely everything you can, you can do what you want sometimes, but rein it in other times. So anyway, um, keep us posted if you guys are going to continue to do this. But now, to, that was <laughs> you better not cut this out. Do, do this. not cut Damn it out. Oh, God, I'm, <laughs> I'm writing a note. Uh, no. All right, now it's time for Bachelor in Paragraph, the segment where Annie and I give our un- uninterrupted opinions about the Bachelor in just four sentences. So, Annie, I'll go ahead and start this one. <clears throat> yes, you start. I'm pulling mine up. Okay. Quote, queen, unquote, victorious reign of terror is finally over. I hope she's banished from the bachelor kingdom indefinitely because one, it's too easy to make fun of her. And two, she sets women's empowerment back to when the monarchy actually meant something. Also, pro tip, no one should be wearing any sort of crown unless it's Halloween or you're a member of the Burger King Kids Club. See you guys after hometowns. Good job. (laughs) All right. I cannot stress this enough. I fucking hate this show. It is the biggest waste of two hours. So as the ultimate form of self-care and self-love, I quit. I quit every single branch of this franchise. I quit Chris Harrison. And if it wasn't for Grey's Anatomy, I would quit ABC. And this has been Bachelor in Paragraph, which we will be suspending possibly indefinitely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Just in time for Black History Month, which started on February 1st, there's been not one, but two instances of white people using the N-word. This is a fun, fun, exciting segment. Um, Starting with country singer Morgan Wallen, who was caught using the racial slur on a video posted by TMZ. In response, CMT, a country music television channel, swiftly removed Morgan from their platforms and he was also dropped by his label, Big Loud Records. Morgan has since issued an apology. Annie, what are your thoughts? Well, I texted you today and said I'm going to go the fuck off about Morgan Wallace. Yes, you did. Um, I... This guy just seems like a massive fuck up in general. Um, I know he had like some stupid stuff happen with SNL when he was supposed to perform with COVID regulations and things like that. Here's 
I have like a fiery rage in my chest about this because here's here's the thing. His apology is bullshit because you don't accidentally say that word. That word is not something that you can just mistakenly say in conversation. I may mistakenly say fuck because it's part of my everyday vocabulary. You do not accidentally say a word if you have never said it before. It is my, I didn't watch the video because quite frankly, I don't want to give him any airtime. And I, it is my understanding that a neighbor's nest camera ring, or whatever. Ring. ring. Yeah, whatever. Oh yeah. Ring. Um, well, they got it on his cell phone and on ring. Just. Okay. So that that's what picked it up. I know he had come home and was pretty drunk with a bunch of buddies and things like that. I just, it is 2021. You do not say that word on accident. That is clearly, if you're saying it when you're drunk and you're around all your buddies, it's clearly a word that they use frequently. And I, we've talked about cancel culture on this podcast a couple times, and I am not for cancel culture. I think people are entitled to make mistakes because that's what it takes to learn. Cancel the fuck out of Morgan Wallen because this was not a mistake. This was on purpose and he does it frequently, very clearly. He just hasn't been caught before. Yeah. And now that it's out there, cancel the shit out of him. I I couldn't agree. Here's the thing. I used I used to like Morgan Wallen. I used to I, I but I now I see him uh, for the human garbage can that he is. Um I'm just like I'm just not gonna listen to his music anymore. And I love country. The other thing, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I I feel like he smells disgusting even after a bath. That's just a, that's just a, a, an assumption. And the other thing is, is that his apology doesn't. He's quite literally only apologizing because he got caught. He's not one hundred percent. He's not actually sorry. The same thing you brought up the SNL thing. He was he was. Um, they they removed him from the lineup on SNL one week because he was caught like kissing all these girls at, uh, in Alabama um, during COVID at a bar, and he was just he was not adhering to anything else. He's a Trump supporter, which I mean I'm not trying to say that that has any correlation. I don't want to like ruffle rile up a base here, but he apologized for SNL as well. He was like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. And I did this, and then yet, and then he goes and does this. First of all, this is way worse than that. In my yeah. opinion, I mean, like, I'm just, I just, it just pisses me off because like, clearly this guy is like, had all these opportunities, all these chances. Again, I'm not comparing saying the N word to going out and going out during a pandemic. No, I, I don't think they're comparable, but at the same time, I feel like this is just, this is just white privileged behavior that he thinks that he can get away with in the country music. And you know what, frankly, there are people on Twitter that are still standing by him and saying all this stuff, all these country fans and stuff. It's really a travesty. And it makes people like me who love country music, who enjoy it, who, who want, like makes me not want to listen to it at all anymore because you know that there's a lot of other people out there that are like this. Now I know a lot of other people as well are not. There's plenty of people, there's plenty of allies. There's plenty of people who have done right. A lot of the people, several artists in the, you know, country music community have done right, um, especially during all the social justice, uh, during the social justice movement. But it's clear that the, it hasn't progressed where it should. Because this should oh, be- 100%. Oh, 
I I was listening to, and you probably listened to it also, the Smartless podcast interview with Darius Rucker. No, I haven't listened to that one. Okay, listen to it. It's really good because they actually bring that up to him and being, for those that don't know who Darius Rucker is, he is a country artist. He's black. He used to be the lead singer for Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, But they were talking to him about it. They were like, you know, what is it like to be black in the country music scene? And Darius Rucker said, he was like, I didn't even, I never thought I'd even actually be able to release an album because it is. And that is so, that tells you, even though it's 2021, like the state of this country and granted there are more, and that was years ago. And there are more black country, country artists and stuff right now that are more mainstream and very successful. And that's good. So we're moving in the right direction. I will say CMT and his label dropped him like less than 12 hours after this happened because it happened like in the early morning hours yeah. this morning. Right. Yeah. So, um, well, that- no, the video, I think the video was released, uh, last night, but this actually happened on Sunday night, I believe. Last Sunday. Well, the, what I'm, what I'm saying is like, as soon as the video came out, right. it was less than 12 hours before his CMT dropped him and his label suspended yes. him. Here's the thing. The label that I, at least the article I read, the label suspended him. They have not dropped him yet. And okay. um, I'm sure a lot of that has everything to do with contracts. Yeah. Um, and so I do think that he will end up ultimately being dropped from the label, but he ruined his life. Yeah. Someone and, else, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to say someone else tweeted. I saw this earlier. It was at uh, Jen O radio. She said, I used to drink a lot. I partied in college. I drank after a trauma in 2013. I had my share of fall downs, blackout kicked out of club nights. Not once during those times did I ever utter the N word or before or after never. This is who he is folks. Exactly. She said I mean, it perfectly. Perfect. So, okay. Fuck um, that guy. Yeah. Moving on, uh, the second incident occurred, I don't know if you heard about this, Annie, but the second incident occurred on the set of the upcoming Amy Poehler-produced Amazon show from Girls Trip creator Tracy Oliver. Ooh, a, makeup artist, a makeup artist was fired for allegedly using the N-word repeatedly on set in front of one of the show's lead actresses. Page Six was told the makeup artist was quoting rap lyrics but was fired on the spot. What's worse is that the show is described as a, quote, comedy following the lives of four black women, friends from their college days at NYU, as they navigate sex relationships and chasing their dreams. I mean, my God. I I mean, seriously, like, this is unacceptable on all levels at any time. But what? I mean, are you out of your mind? Okay. Every white person that is listening to this just because it's in a song does not mean you can say it period the end like oh my god white people can be so stupid it's crazy it's 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 really asinine but again it's like then here's the first news out of this show about finally you know some representation for who was it who was it they won't, they won't say who the makeup artist is, nor will they say who the actress she said it to was either. They know the name. Page six says they know the name, but they're not releasing the name of the actress. I just think that it sucks that like this is the, like I was saying before, it's like it sucks that this is the first news basically coming out of this show, that someone is fired for, for a racial slur about four black women 
you know, a, a show that is finally like, again, showing representation. So that just, I just want to know what planet these people are living on. Again, like you said, like I'm going to do this. And how could you possibly think there would be no repercussion? Well, actually I'll tell you why, because there have been 400 years of no repercussions for white people. So now everyone just thinks that they're entitled to say whatever they want to whomever they want. And I hope that person never books another job. All right. So these incredible, incredible, atrocious, Jesus. These incredible, atrocious <laughs> scenarios aside, how do you plan on celebrating and honoring Black History Month, Annie? Uh, just sticking with the fight and <laughs> making sure that I am on the right side of history. I, anyone that has listened to one episode of this podcast knows where I stand. And I am still, I'm continuing to educate myself. Um, I have a list of I think three or four books on my Goodreads that I plan to read that are either by black authors or that are specifically written to educate white people. So once I read them, I will actually like maybe give a review on here. Yeah, you should. Uh, but no, I mean, just every day I'm like on high alert for moments where I can like be of assistance or I can help promote a black owned business or whatever the case may be. I think everybody just needs to do their part. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to once again, commit to watching movies from black writers and directors, like as sort of like what you said with books um, or they're highlighting black stories, including I have a list here. So if you guys, um, including Spike Lee's De Five Bloods, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Malcolm and Marie, they're all on Netflix. Uh, they're all uh, I've right seen now. The first two. They're wonderful. Okay, good. I haven't seen, I haven't seen them yet. Uh, One Night in Miami, which is on Amazon right now. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah coming to HBO Max next week, like next Friday, I think. And the United oh, States. Right? What's that? Yeah, the 12th. I think, yeah, it's it's Valentine. I think it's for Valentine's Day weekend. And then the United States versus Billy Holiday coming to Hulu at the end of the month. And they're all Oscar contenders. So not only, I mean, you should watch them because they're, <laughs> it will give you a different perspective. Um, but they're also all Oscar contenders, like I said, so they're probably, so you're going to want to watch them anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of movies, uh, the Golden Globe nominations came out this week and they should really just call them the Netflix awards because the streaming giant dominated the nominations with acclaimed director, David Fincher's Mank leading the, the film nominees and the crown topping the TV nominees both have been nominated six times. First of all, I forgot about award season, which is probably a blessing in plain view. But isn't that the one that like all the actors really love? Well, it's fun for yeah, it's fun for people. I think it would be fun to go to, and it's fun because you first of all you can drink at it, which I mean, yeah. not that you can't drink at any other award show. I mean, let's get real. But like you are able, you're sitting at a table. I think you eat, you have dinner. There's a lot of people. It's it's both it's film like and TV. Yeah, time. it's it's yeah. fun. It is it like I think they the the um, the Hollywood Foreign Press puts on a really good um, party and like it's hosted. It's, this year it's hosted by Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. It'll be really good. Um, so good. Really quick, when you get nominated for one for like best writer or what a producer or whatever, <laughs> can I come as your date? Well, I'll have a table. So yeah. You can come. Yeah, but like, let's just have you, a BS. You want me? 
I have promised I have promised people dates to the Oscars and the Emmys, so you can have the Golden Globes. Who's going to, with you to the Oscars? I mean, it's, Emmys? We're not gonna. We don't need to like. Uh, we, the <laughs> only acceptable answers to that for me are your sister or your mom. Some of you guys may know this, but it's because they are voted on by the Hollywood Foreign Press. The Hollywood Foreign Press um, is comprised of journalists and photographers predominantly outside of the United States. Like a lot of the movies that I just mentioned from Black History, from like, for, that I want to watch for Black History Month were not nominated. When they're like, Spike Lee's The Five Bloods is like the number one most highest certifiable ranked movie on every single, you know, website, every single like insider movie website or whatever. And it's like, that's where it goes, where, that's why things, really weird things get, um, Weird things went like Mozart in the Jungle, is <laughs> one best TV show, and we're like, well, this was, that was years ago. Paris is nominated. Yeah, that's a, another one, which is like, why? Did why? you watch that? No, I didn't. I didn't watch that. Do you think I should? Uh, no, don't waste your time. It's... I can't even get through Bridgerton. Really? Yes. Um, but no, I like going back to the Golden Globes real quick. That. So the Oscars, so for example, just so you guys have context, like the Oscars and the Emmys, that's when people vote for each other. So like actors vote for actors, directors vote for directors, writers vote for writers, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why it's a little bit more, that's why those nominees, because they, and they also have academies backing them. So they have these academies of people that are, that are, like I said, of actors, actors of actors, whatever. So it's a little bit, it carries a little bit more weight in terms, why are you laughing? Because this is just, are you, are you just trying to remind people that you work in TV? Or? <laughs> yes, I don't. Doesn't everybody know that I want, I want to say, I want to be known from from further as Bright TV's Bryce McLean. <laughs> I wanted to tell the Dogs of War guys that we're in a group text with them, and I wanted to tell them, I wanted to tell them that I want to be referred to uh, from moving forward as TV's Bryce McLean because we have a long, long running joke of me working on TV. But yes, I do. I would like to remind everyone that I work here. So I have, I have some. That's also something because you work in the industry. This is another reason that I'm so thrilled. I don't <laughs> because when I go to watch award shows, I can just watch it. I can like, <laughs> I can be like, Oh, that's nice. I didn't watch that show. Good for them for winning. Also very glad that Shit's Creek is nominated. Yes. Um, but then I can also just watch them walk the carpet and be like, oh, they look beautiful or they look so nice. I can't wait to just sit back and enjoy the monologues and all of the speeches. You go into it and you're like, well, that's fucking bullshit. They had two different perspectives that were unnecessary in that show. How could they possibly be nominated? I mean, Bridgerton did not get nominated. I know, which I'm actually shocked. shocked. I'm shocked yeah. by that. I mean... Clearly, it's like that was the highest rated show on Netflix, right? And they don't. Well, ever. It's the ever. most watched show on Netflix ever, which is crazy. But then it kind of makes sense why, too, just going back to my TV my TV expertise, it's like that's also why the Hollywood Foreign Press, why it's skewed so highly toward Netflix. Netflix is huge, and they have amazing content. Like, yeah. let's, not, let's not beat around the bush here, but – they also are streaming internationally. So they have all these shows. That's probably why a lot of these shows that maybe wouldn't have gotten a, a look in yeah. um, Emily in Paris, I would be shocked would get nominated for an Emmy. 
Like there's just, I doubt it. Oh, there's but, no way. But because they're foreign, because they, because it, you see them everywhere, you, because it, you can be streamed, Netflix can be streamed everywhere. That's why it happens. Anyway, this was all just a fucking segue. So into a question that I wanted to ask you completely irreverent. Lee, um, but it was brought to my attention by my good friend, Caitlin Lavelle. Shout out, Caitlin. Hey. Uh, uh, yeah. she, she asked me who I thought she, who, who I thought could play her in a movie or TV show. Um, and I answered, I told her what I thought, because she was actually in the TV show that I wrote in high school. She was like one of the lead characters. So I okay. obviously had a, like, I had several answers. Like she's based right. off of several people. Um, but I thought it might be fun to discuss who one we think could play the other in a movie or TV show, actor-wise, and okay. who we think could play us. So does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who we would okay. cast as ourselves, and then who we would cast. Yes. So I, I, I'll let you, I'll let you tabulate for a moment. But I, um, unless you're ready. <laughs> Yeah, you go first because you okay. had. A I did. I like. Well, first, I wanted to ask you: Does anyone tell you that you look like anyone? No. Really? Okay. Except for young Hillary Clinton, which we found out. Yeah, I you. did. once, but I probably would not. Actorize. Okay. So, her as a woman, but like, I would not choose her to play me in a movie. <laughs> right. Okay. So I put our faces. That's why I texted you about a picture. So I put her, I took the liberty of putting our faces in a celebrity lookalike generator. And Annie, do you know who you got? No, but I'm I think, nervous. I think no. It was actually really you matched. Oh, you had to like tell me I look like a man. No, highest. I was gonna put Ben's picture in to see which what came up to see who they have. That would be really funny. No. But um you okay, so you matched highest to this is percentage wise. I, I think it was it was it was higher than any percentage that I got, but it was like maybe 30s or 40s, so okay. hundred. But you matched highest to Lacey Chabert, who played Gretchen Wieners for me. Yeah, Day. that and doesn't surprise me actually. The current holiday, she's current Hallmark holiday film star. You also matched pretty highly with Jennifer Love Hewitt. It's the brown hair and big boobs. Pro I, I just I didn't put a picture of your boobs in there. <laughs> like I didn't put it. Like your boobs were not a focal was not a focal point of this photo. So like you can't say that. No, I do. I actually when I looked at the pictures, kind of like side by side, I was I I could definitely tell. I could te definitely tell a resemblance. Um, because and they those two look alike. I mean, they played those two look a lot alike. They played yeah. So that makes sense that they would look the same so that you're in that category. But I thought, so for me, um, I think that you need, I think that, that like you need somebody a little bit more take charge who has a little bit more range. Um, okay. And this is That's not, I know this is not necessarily, this is not looks, but I do think I nailed it. I think someone who could play you personality specifically wise is Aubrey Plaza. Do you know who that is? Oh, hold on, I look Okay, because she's first of all, she's beautiful, she's sarcastic, she's funny, but she can also play serious. And I think I kind of nailed it. Oh, um, actually, yeah, even kind of looks wise, I could see where people looks wise was not as important for me. But yeah. I was just like, somebody you need somebody for someone in order to play you, you need somebody who can be funny and serious. 
clearly sarcastic. That is a big. I actually really like that cast. Yeah, I think I have it. I think I have it. Okay, now, and you know what? I So I put my own face, just thinking seriously. I put my own face in there. And I kept getting Jeremy Piven. Really? First of all, figure out how to say the name Jeremy. Jeremy Jeremy (laughs) Piven. And I put in like four different photos and he always popped up first. I was like, Wait, let me Google a photo of him because I know what he looks like, but I want to... Compare it to five you. different photos. Okay, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see it. Uh, I would love to play. I mean, Ari would be such a fun character to play. I've heard that he's fan. awesome, by the way. Like, really? Real yeah. Oh, oh, that's good to know. I didn't think I, I kind of, I kind of thought he had a reputation of being kind of a wank, but that's nice to know. Maybe he's changed too. I mean, that was a long time ago. He's yeah, reformed. <laughs> reformed wank. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the name of David Fincher's next movie, Wank. <laughs> That's gonna be the name of the movie about us. I mean, obviously I think Bradley Cooper could play me, but you know, that's just Is that who you would choose for you? Um no, probably not. Who would you choose? I'm trying to think. Who would you choose? For me or for you? For you. For you. I honestly don't even know. Um, <laughs> I mean, you want somebody like uh, big. Yeah. Um, I also, I also was thinking too, like J Law, but I don't think that she's. So that was going to be mine, but we don't look anything alike. But she, I could see personality-wise. Yeah, being able to kind of like catch the sarcasm. Yeah. But the girl that you picked, Audrey Plaza, Audrey or Aubrey, Audrey, Aubrey, Aubrey. Aubrey. Okay, I've seen a few things that she's in, and she's really good at sarcasm. Yeah. She's really good. Uh, She's really funny. And I've seen her yeah. in serious stuff too, which yeah. I was really surprised at how good she was in. Yeah, no, I, I'm actually here for that. Um, I mean, maybe like Stifler. I don't know. <laughs> to play you? To play you. I'm thinking, honestly, okay, you might not like this, but I do mean this Whatever. as a compliment. Um, like a young Matthew wow. Perry would have been fantastic that's a huge compliment yeah no i think that he would have been really good if we want to go like but he obviously not. my friends would say ross my friends that they think that i'm absolutely ross which is so annoying but no because ross shockingly could get girls (laughs) 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 oh my god i'm sending that clip to them Right after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's hilarious. No, you know, okay, wait, no. If I'm going to pick, so that, if we were doing this 10 years ago, that's who I would have picked for you, is Matthew yeah, Perry. that's really nice. Current day. Yeah, that's what's harder. To um, appropriate. I'm trying to think. Zach Efron. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, you know what? If we cast J Law to play me, I am okay. you're gonna love this. Ooh. I'm gonna cast Liam Hemsworth to play you. Oh damn. Because we he'd have to grow his hair out, which I don't I don't know how he'd look with a man bun, but he'd have to do that. But they obviously oh, have great chemistry. Yes. And I feel like he would play because he's gone through things in his personal life. I think he could play a like neurotic person very well. And he, you know, and Chris uh, Hemsworth was in, I mean, he's, he was in uh he's been in a couple really like he's was ghost. He was in ghostbusters and vacate the movie vacation where he played funny roles. I'm just, Saying that yeah, I well, even in could, some of the adventure stuff, like when he plays Fat Thor, yes, he's exactly. funny in that. Yeah, so, I mean Liam couldn't. I mean, not to say that they're exactly the same, but I mean he could probably hit be neurotic in comedy, comedy neurotic. Oh yeah, no, I really think he could. Yeah. Okay, at first, good. when you said at first when you said Chris Hemsworth, I thought you were going to be like, well, and Chris Hemsworth would work too, and I was like gearing up all of these. You're like, I mean, no, I I like took I took the compliment and I even I held on to a dear to, for dear life. Like I just took it and I was not going to okay, say good. I wasn't it all. Okay, um, moving on. That was fun. That was good. That was fun. That was a good idea. Um. Okay, so now it's time for Peloton in 60 seconds, the segment in which I start a timer on my phone, which I need to get on my phone, um, and we discuss all things Peloton for just one minute. Yes. Um, are you ready? On I'm ready. Are we doing, are we, wait, are we doing what we said? Yes. You go first. I'll, I'll start it off. Okay, on okay. your mark, get set. Go. Okay, without naming or revealing the gender of a particular instructor, Annie and I disagree on how boring they are. So, go, Annie. Um, okay, without revealing gender is going to be difficult. However, this, hey, person, hey, hey, hey. this person never changes voice inflection, ever. <laughs> same voice, same monotone voice inflection the entire time. Um, very rarely, like hits the beat on anything like never rides to the music um but no i mean there i i cannot get past the energy level being here flatlined flatline energy okay i disagree i don't think i don't think they are that bad i just kind of feel like they're they're i i just don't i try to like take them out i don't i just put up the music i don't i mean i guess that's probably a bad thing shit it's been a minute <laughs> and that <laughs> was Peloton in 60 seconds. Um, you said you weren't going to ever say it, and you did. Yes. You're welcome. That's the one and only time. I really wish we could debate this. Like, <laughs> We can. Next time. <laughs> okay. Next time. Well, no, there won't be a next time. I know. All right. To close out, we got to, yeah. To close out, it's our favorite segment, Annie's Approval, where we get Annie's unedited opinion on a headline at large. And I was hoping to keep this as a surprise to you, Annie, but I fear you've already seen this, unfortunately. <clears throat> anyway, today's headline is, LAPD arrests six people who changed Hollywood sign to read Holly Boo. According to the Huffington Post, a six-person team used tarps to make the letters W and D in Hollywood look like Bs. Influencer Julia Rose, founder and CEO of the adult magazine Shag Mag, 
was among those arrested and took credit for the prank. She told Vice, however, that it wasn't just for laughs. Rose said that the altered sign was meant to get attention of the Instagram of Instagram head honcho Adam Mossery. She said the social media platform recently suspended both her personal and business pages, which have a total of six million followers because of nudity. She said, my product is nearly identical to that of Playboy's and my content may even be considered safer than what Playboy's has been allowed to publish on the platform. I want to know how they are picking and choosing which accounts to disable and why. So, Annie, do you approve of these people defacing the Hollywood side? <laughs> I mean, this has been done before. Obviously, when someone I'm looking up Julia Rose, um, which I can't even. Oh, because her accounts have been disabled. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so stupid. I was like, I want to see this Playboy stuff to see if like that's real. Um. A few years ago, someone did this and made it say Hollyweed. Um, yes. So one, it's not original. Two, everyone knows the fastest way to get in touch with someone about something like this is to contact the company's PR team. So <laughs> why did they have? To, why did she have to go and deface the Hollywood sign? That's this is like, her own publicity stunt. This is her own publicity stunt. Like she's. I can promise you, this started off as. How do I get more attention? And then when it backfired and they got in trouble for it, now all of a sudden she's looking herself in the mirror every night and telling herself to her own eyeballs that this for a cause. She's <laughs> making herself believe that so that she's not a crazy person. She's like she's like Tommy Lauren. One hundred percent. What do you think? Speaking of, also, so no, I do not approve of this. Okay. Not because I don't think it, I don't think it's a big deal to do that to the Hollywood sign because everybody relax. But I just yeah. don't think it's, it's very original. It down. Right, exactly. Like everybody, calm down. But I just don't think it's original. Also, what do you think? Tammy Lauren says to herself in the mirror when she wakes up in the morning. Ooh, this is good. She probably says like, <clears throat> "I bask." in liberal tears and um, I want guns for everybody. <laughs> that is probably what she says. What do you think she says? I think she tells herself I'm a badass woman that doesn't need any of my own rights. <laughs> That is even better. That is so much better. I am a badass woman, but I only want to live in a man's world. <laughs> That's what she says. She says, you're a badass bitch, and you only want to live in a man's world. And she points at herself in the mirror. <laughs> and with that, that is all the time we have. That's our show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what a giggly one um okay guys if you are not yet following us on instagram what are you doing follow us at nobody's pod at annie underscore wealth and at bryce advice it's the exact same on tiktok twitter is at nobody's the pod same for our personals you can also email us at no expert all opinion at gmail.com please if you listen on itunes podcast please take 30 seconds and give us a five-star review and the people that have, I just want to say, someone did tell me, someone texted me and was like, great job. You have a 4.8 on 
iTunes. So thank you guys for whoever, if you have left a review, thank you for giving us such a high rating and continue to do so. Also, we hope you have an amazing weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.